Hello, everyone. This is Mark Sloan with ASAP Advisors. Uh, appreciate you all uh, taking a listen to uh, the first in a series of podcasts that are really designed to start a conversation with services leaders on you know, those key topics that, uh, that we all face running professional services organizations. Um, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm Mark Sloan with ASAP Advisors. I've been in the consulting and professional services world for going on 30 years now. Um, started my career with a dozen years at a management consulting firm, uh, left to go um, run a professional services organization and grew that from zero to $400 million over the span of about five years. Um, I've led a services enabled technology company that was funded by the University of Notre Dame's Innovation Center. And for the last couple of years, I've led ASAP advisors to, as I mentioned, you know, work with services leaders on key topics of interest. I'm joined today for um, our, our initial discussion by Alpesh Patel. And Alpesh, I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. So, yeah, as, as Mark mentioned, Alpesh Patel, CPA. I've been in uh, the services consulting space for about 20 uh, plus years. I started my career in, in consulting and I spent the rest of the bulk of my career in the services, everything from post sales, uh, the, the client experience journey and just really honing in on that area, uh, really perfecting the art of delivery, support, client success, account management, learning and development. So appreciate the opportunity, Mark. Yeah, great. Uh, appreciate you uh, joining us. So uh, to start, I'd really like to frame out how we at ASAP Advisors think about the services organization, and this is professional services, customer success support, and how it fits within the overall organization. And then the intent is that in future podcasts, we're going to go uh, do deeper dives into these specific topics. But you know, really, the way, the way we see the tech organization is as a series of interconnected gears. Um, you know, that's for sales, product, services, client success. Each organization within the company is a gear and uh, it, you know, it's required to operate successfully and they must operate in concert, right? Or the, uh, the organization, the gears are going to get out of sync, which can cause all, cause all kinds of, of issues. And, you know, the, the example I like to discuss there is really around, uh, you know, if, if sales were to make a specific commitment to a customer about you know, professional services, resourcing, start dates, et cetera, without coordinating with professional services, uh, and, and we've all likely been in these situations, we know the fun that ensues, right? Uh, when you know, professional services tries to tell sales, well, we're not gonna be ready on Monday. We're not gonna have all those people um, you know, to, to start. And things, you, know, you, you spend so much time grinding your gears internally, you're really not focused on the customer. Um, and Alpesh, I know from our discussions, you, you've really been thinking about this, and uh, perhaps you could tell a, you know, an example of where the gears got out of sync uh, you know, in, in your experience. Yeah, no, Mark, I, I, I've, I've seen this sort of uh, fall apart pretty quickly when, um, when the, as you said, the gears are not in sync and the teams or the functions are not in sync when you're, when you're talking about sales and, and, and the pre-sales cycle and that's not married well or mesh well with the post-sales cycle and whatnot. And, and, and when it gets out of sync, it gets pretty, pretty bad depending on the, on the size and complexity. And it just really shows up in front of the customer pretty quickly. Right. And that's not what you want to do. And, and when, when the functions or the gears are not aligned, it's going to cause pain points 
both internally and obviously the most important is with the, with the client and it's going to impact the client and how so well if you're if you're starting off badly it's going to impact your ability to upsell downstream it's going to be it's going to impact your ability and impact your arr your renewals um will the client be referenceable right um sales uh, is if there's a situation where the sales has to give away the services or commits to timelines that not that aren't aligned with services it sets the uh, wrong expectations from the get-go with the client and then the client is already in escalation from day one uh you know we you have to make sure that when you're in the pre-sale cycle that I firmly believe during the demo cycle, you know, the features and functions are presented correctly. And we sometimes tend to see organizations sometimes not uh, align where they are presenting some things that are not necessarily uh, really ready for prime time, as I like to say, as far as features and functionality. And then some in, in order to recover, right? A lot of times the services organization has to then come back and reduce their scope, not reduce the scope, excuse me, reduce the pricing or reduce uh, the the the, uh, the cost to the client, but still expect to deliver what was presented or committed to during the sales cycle. So again, we're talking about additional time, additional scope, and that's just to maintain some level of customer satisfaction, which isn't really optimal, not only for the internal teams delivering the services, but then also for the client. No, that's that, that's great and extremely helpful, Alpash. And it's um, you know, one of the things I talk about is, uh, you know, so often I see that professional services organizations end up working reactively um, as opposed to proactively. And I think a lot of what you talked about is uh, when you're when you're on your heels, it's it's really difficult to uh, you know, do your best work um, and, you know, and really get out there. Um, but rather than belabor, you know, Solely the, the the problems that we all face running professional services organizations. I, I'd like to transition to when the gears are operating in sync. Um, it, you know, and an example from from my career has been that uh, you know life improved dramatically when we were able to get sales, finance, and our professional services team um, together. Um, you know, and, and we called it interlock. Right, and, and really get a common understanding of what was going on, and specifically this this involved taking the sales pipeline, right, getting a proactive view of what sales was pushing, where they were pushing it, when they thought things were going to close, and then we as the services team proactively created a, a resource pipeline that said how many resources are we going to need, what type of resources, when are we going to need them to deliver against this demand. Uh, now, we could then look at that, compare it to the staff that we had on hand when resources are going to be coming available and figure out if we were going to have a gap of resources, a surplus of resources, potentially the right number of resources, but a skills mismatch. And we could much more proactively then take steps to address the, the gap, the surplus, uh, you know, the, the skills mismatch. And that's where finance came into the picture, because when we could present to finance this common view of sales and staffing and needs, it became much smoother uh, to then go out and recruit resources, to bring on contract third-party resources, or to justify additional investments in training to to move resources A, B, and C to a you know a different product line or or skill set. Um, so again, it really just it comes down to being proactive. Um, it comes down to making sure that you know your 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 those gears are are running smoothly and that you're you're working together um and you know and al i love it if you could share a short share a story of where this has worked well for you yeah no that it's uh, where it works mark it, it's 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 great it's poetry in motion as i like to say and 
And you mentioned being in sync. Well, one of the things where I've done and done it well is working, for, for example, with one of the functions like sales, with the, with the sales team and putting in uh, a, a robust process and uh, review cycle, right? And, and uh, not only looking at the strategy, where, where are they investing, where are they looking to make for additional strategic investments around product and, and what features and functions are they going to be pushing, but then also on a regular basis, whether it be monthly or quarterly, but definitely a regular, some sort of regular meeting that talks about what's being sold, how it's being sold, why it's being sold, all these things that are then taken into and then meshes well with the, with the services team to say, ah, okay, well, you know, in, in nine months time, we're going to be pivoting over here. That may require, and you talked about this, Mark, some additional skill sets around the services team. Well, it takes us X period of months to ramp up, right? And so now you're getting a better view into, um, you know, into that area and saying, okay, well, I need to now start making pivots or changes in my, in my mix of people or my hiring or my ramp up and, and being able to then mesh that well with the sales team. But that requires hand-in-hand -hand coordination. It requires a discipline of meeting on a regular basis, whether it's monthly, weekly, quarterly. You definitely have to meet at least minimum once a year, but you have to have regular, uh, I would say, check-in points to make sure that you're not out of sync. That's where I've seen it work well. Is that It's not just with sales, as you mentioned, but I see it more and more with, if you work with sales, and partner with sales and get that interlock going, it, it drives so much more better behaviors downstream, whether it be to finance, whether it be to support. So yeah, definitely seen that work well. Yeah, no, and that's that's great. That's you know, we you and I have discussed getting those gears in sync and and really starting with the org structure and the operating model, um, you know, and, and really driving that together. And then you know, creating that integration then is really about not creating handoffs. Um, but by getting those gears to, to work together, right? Um, as I mentioned, you, you don't want them grinding. You want them moving in sync so that you're delivering the best experience for the, the, the customer. And doing that is, you know, is, is done by creating common objectives, common KPIs, um, so that folks are working together and not against each other. Just, you know, and a simple example of that is, um, you know, if we're, if we're tracking people on revenue, are we tracking the sales team on product revenue and the services team on services revenue? Are we looking at overall revenue? How does utilization come into place? Um, you know, and just nailing what's most important for your organization and making sure that that's disseminated uh, across the organization, right? And, and so that, again, people are working in sync and the gears are, are running smoothly. And yeah, I recognize, right, it's it's easy to talk about that. Um, it, it's easy to talk about keeping the gears in sync, um, but it takes work, right? And there's things you have to do. And, and over the course of a series of these future podcasts, what we want to do is really delve into the more specifics of the what, the why, the how to, to keep the gears in sync, right? And and that's across a range of topics on selling services and, you know, and how to really package services as a product, Um you know, which is, uh, you know, sort of an anathema, right? In this day's world of selling software as a service, we want to sell services as a product, right? We want to package things up. We want to speed the time from customer intro to close deal and really make it easy for that product salesperson to, to sell services. Uh, on the resource management side, and I've, I've alluded to some of this um, earlier in the discussion today, it's not just about staffing. It's not just about the minus five to plus 10 day window. 
it's really about um, translating that you know one, three, six month sales pipeline to a resource pipeline. So you you can proactively take the hiring, cross training, contracting steps. And on the, on the technology side, right? It's how do you leverage um, the existing technology you've got? How do you, uh, you know, potentially bring in a professional services automation tool to really help run the, the business more efficiently and effectively? And so um, we want to make these podcasts short to the point. Um, and, and so I'm going to wrap up today just by saying, you know, thank you, Alpasha. I really appreciate you being here and, and the, uh, you know, the input and, and guidance you provided. Um, and I, we'd love to hear from you. If you guys have other ideas, questions, suggestions, uh, topics of interest, please do let us know. Um, and we look forward to uh, you know, keeping this conversation going and, and really making it a, a two-way exchange. So, Alpesh, thank you again for, for being here today. Much appreciated. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Great.